reading is Psalm 121, Song of Ascents. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Let's pray. Lord God, our loving Heavenly Father, we thank you that at the beginning of this year, you have drawn us here to worship you. We thank you that you've enabled us to do this. Through your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, we know you as we've never known you before. And we thank you that he encourages us to meet here and worship you. We thank you that we have a pastor, and we thank you for our pastor, David. We thank you that you have been working in him as he prepared to lead our worship this morning, as he prepared to preach your word to us. We pray that you will now enable him to bring to us what you have put in him. We thank you for the Sunday school teachers too, and for the children who are in attendance this morning. We pray that they will have a wonderful time worshiping you in their way and hearing of your great deeds on this earth. Lord, help us to be in tune with you this morning. Help us to drink in your word, to thrill at the fact that you're speaking to us through your servant this morning. Help us to take on board what you have to say to us and to adjust our lives in accordance with your will that we may serve you better. Yes, Lord, may we be great servants of yours this year. If there are any here this morning who are unsaved, we pray that you will soften their hearts, that you will plant a seed in that ground and that that seed will become a tree that will fruit for you. Lord, save the lost this morning, we pray. Be with us and help us in our concentration and in our service of you. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, as we begin a, a new year this morning, I thought we would look together at this psalm of trust for the next six months or so, January through to June, at our midweek meetings. We're going to be studying the psalms. We're going to be looking at songs of uh, Scripture and what we can learn about God and about ourselves through those songs. So it seems appropriate then to begin the new year with one of the best known, one of the most loved of the 150 psalms, Psalm 121 a song of a sense, which means this is one of the 15 fairly short songs the Jewish pilgrims would sing as they made their journey up to Jerusalem. They went there to attend one of the big festivals in their Jewish calendar, but as they ascended the hills, as they went up the mountain on which Jerusalem is built, this would be one of the songs sung as pilgrims approached the city of God. As they went into the city and eventually entered the temple where God's presence was symbolically shown, but they would go in to the house of the Lord to worship the Lord and to be in His presence. 
Now, we don't go on pilgrimages nowadays, not to certain places, specific buildings anymore, but as New Covenant Christians, we can apply this psalm to the whole of life, the whole life of pilgrimage, as by faith we journey towards the eternal city of God, a, a city not built with bricks and cement and steel and all of that sort of stuff as today's Jerusalem would be in Israel, but we head towards the heavenly Jerusalem where the Lord Jesus Christ, we're heading towards heaven, the place, the home of all God's people, where all God's people will be one day. That's what we've been doing this past year through 2022 as we sometimes sing forever with the Lord in longing discontent, absent from home, the Lord I roam, yet nightly pitch my moving tent a day's march nearer home. We are now 365 days nearer home to heaven than we were this time last year. Put it another way, we are now closer to the Lord's return than we have ever been before. So as we begin 2023, as we begin a new year of continued pilgrimage, how does this psalm help us? Well, I want to use this psalm, Psalm 121 this morning, to remind us of how the Lord will be to his people, both individually as well as corporately throughout this new year. First of all, the Lord will be a helper to us. He will be a helper to us. Usually it was on the top of hills or mountains that pagan gods were worshipped. And some commentators think the psalmist is asking himself the question, which of the false gods up on the hills will be my source of help and strength? But as I said, the person singing this is journeying towards Jerusalem from however far away it is he's come. But with every step, he is always coming closer and closer to the end of his journey. And so as he approaches the city on the hills and looks up, he asks himself this question, this crucial question, from where does my help come? Who will help me continue and finish my journey? I wonder what would most people answer that question these days as we go through life, as we experience the various events of life, the joys of life, the difficulties of life, the realities of life. From where does my help come? As we face rising food prices, as we face falling house prices, would you believe it just as I'm trying to move house? As we face challenges to our health, to our comforts, our usual standard of life is threatened. Uh, the question is, from where will our help come for this new year, 2023? And for some, they'll say, well, money. I'll just pay my way through life. I can still afford it, or I'll put it on the credit card and worry about it later. But money enables me. Money gives me the power, the ability to be my own helper. For some, they'll say, well, it's family. As long as I have my family, as long as mom and dad are around and their credit card's still available, then family will get me through the new year. For some, it'll be religion. It'll be believing in a higher being, believing that there's something or someone out there, and either it's a he or a she, but that thing, that higher being will help me somehow through the new year. For some, their help will come from escaping the new year, as it were. 
whether through entertainment or the gym or through holidays or through music or through food or drugs or alcohol, but these will be the things that, that just distract them from the realities of a new year. Whatever form these things look, and remember the psalmist when he wrote this song, in his day, he had the equivalent of these things in his day. Okay, not new thing, the things we're talking about this morning. He had them in his day. For him, he says, my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. It's the Lord. It's a person who is the source of his help. The Lord may well use family, for sure. The Lord may well use income and music and so on and so forth in his help of you. But the ultimate source of help which God's people will experience is the Lord God. And so let's for a wee while think about, well, well who is the Lord? And there are two things the psalm points us to the first thing is in the name, the Lord. It's the Lord. It's not God. The Lord is God, but he uses the word the name, the name, the name, the Lord. That's how God revealed himself as to Moses. When he sent Moses back to Egypt to bring Israel out of slavery, it's the Lord. It's the I am, the great I am, the one who made that covenant promise to Abraham and then to Isaac and then to Jacob that he would, regardless of their circumstances, regardless of whatever happened in their life, <clears throat> but he had promised to protect and preserve his covenant people of Israel. And he would, regardless of who is on the throne of Egypt, he will bring his people out of Egypt and bring them into the promised land. That's the Lord. And as the church, as God's new covenant people journey through this new year towards their promised land, towards their inheritance, which is kept and preserved for us in heaven, it's the same Lord who has covenanted to save them, the Lord who will help them, the Lord who will help you through this new year. And if there's anything about the Lord, the great promise maker, it is His faithfulness. The Lord is the great promise maker, and the Lord is the great promise keeper. He is not like us who break promises, who lie. The Lord who has promised us to keep us and to save us, He will help us. He will help us through every day He gives us through this new year. But the great promise maker is also, secondly, the great creation maker. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. The hills were the most stable, the most secure things that Jews knew of. But if they were to lift their eyes higher, if they were to see beyond the hills and lift their eyes by faith to the heavens, they would be reminded of God's greatness. We've had some recent clear nights here in the Northeast, and we've looked up at apparently something astrological or astronomical. I can never always get those two words wrong. It's not heathen of me, forgive me. It's just Irish something's been happening up there because of the clear nights and as you look out you can see new things shining planets that weren't there didn't appear to be there before well in that context every night was a clear night and they could look up and they could see the glory of God he had made all of those bright stars in the sky they could look around like we do and see our creation our world in which we live in be reminded of God's ability and power. These, this name reminds us of our omnipotent, faithful God, the one who merely spoke, merely spoke, and according to the measure of his might, his power, what that one wanted, what the Lord wanted, simply happened. Such is his power. And since he made the heavens and the earth, then 
why he is indeed the ultimate helper. He is able to help whoever asks him, whoever trusts in him for help. In 1854, George Mueller founded the Ashley Dine Orphanage in Bristol, and there he cared for over 10,000 orphans. And those of you who know that name will know that uh, George Mueller ran that orphanage by faith. He was a, a man who lived by faith. He prayed for everything, asking God to help him, daily help him in all his needs. And years before he opened that orphanage, he said, this home will only be established if God provides the means and suitable staff to run it. I don't look to Bristol, he said, nor even to England, he said, but to the living God. Whose is the gold and the silver? Friends, whatever else or whoever else others will look to for help in 2023, whatever help they find will always be lesser than the Lord. However helpful their help may be, it's always inferior to the measure and the quality of help that comes from the Lord. For a Christian, for a child of God, they know that their help, however he channels his help, but it comes to them ultimately from their heavenly Father. Their Father, who as the hymn Abide With Me puts it as, when other helpers fail and comforts flee, help of the helpless, O abide with me. Well, secondly, this psalm reminds us that the Lord will be a keeper of his people throughout 2023. Now, I don't know what translation you've got open on your lap, but in the ESV, it's the word keep that this translation uses. Six times it's used in verses 3 to 8. The Lord keeps, or he will keep, or he is the keeper. This is what the Lord does for his people. It's a word that that means to guard. The NIV talks of watching over uh, God's people. It's a, it's a picture here of, of security. And the psalmist is wanting to project an image of, of safety, since it's the Lord, the faithful promise keeper, the great creation maker, who is guarding you, who is watching you, who is keeping you safe through 2023. And you can depend on him, because verse 4, he neither slumbers or sleeps. I've enjoyed sleeping over this Christmas season. I have found myself going to sleep in my chair for the first time in ages. We've sat down to watch a film, and the next thing, the film's nearly over. I've woken up, and I thought, what happened? What did I miss? The Lord never misses anything. This never happens to the Lord. He never tires. He won't miss anything happening in your life in 2023, so nothing will escape His attention. Nothing will escape his concern or his ability to help, and so we can rely upon him. We may be oblivious to what's around us, what threatens us, but he isn't. We can depend upon him for every day of the new year. And the psalmist here begins to show us something of the range of the Lord's keeping. For example, verse 3, he will not let your foot be moved. He won't let any event, any circumstance in life cause you to stumble cause you to lose your footing in your faith. Back in Psalm 73, it was Asaph, another psalmist who nearly stumbled in his faith. He looked at all the godlessness that was happening around him, and he says in verse 2, my feet had almost stumbled, my steps had nearly slipped, for I was envious of the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. Asaph wobbled in his faith, he almost stumbled. He, he nearly slipped, yes. But the Lord kept Asaph. 
He didn't let his foot slip for the whole, his whole life of faith to crash and burn. And, and I want to say to you that some of us in this new year, we may experience almost stumbling. We may go through times where we nearly slip like Asaph did. There'll be things we face that test our faith and whether it's family or financial situations, but what we believe today is true will be challenged in this new year and we will wobble. But if God is your helper, if you know Christ Jesus as your Savior and King, yes, you may wobble a bit, but you will not fall. You will not go down. For the Lord, your God, is your keeper. He will keep you. He will keep you from slipping and falling in faith. And even through those difficult times, those wobbles, you will learn more about Him. You'll discover more of the breadth of His keeping of you as He holds on to you through this new year. Asaph, you must read the psalm yourself, but he continues in verse 23. He says, you hold my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, leading me to a glorious destiny. Whom have I in heaven but you? I desire you more than anything on earth. My health may fail and my spirit may grow weak, but God remains the strength of my heart. He is mine forever. And here in Psalm 121, the psalmist shows us more of the range of God's keeping. He says in verse 5 of the Lord being a shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. What does that mean? Well, I suppose in the context of pilgrimage of someone traveling during the day, of traveling under the blaze of a hot sunshine, well, it would be good to have a shade, wouldn't it? What about the moon at night? Well, Apparently in those days, people thought the moon affected you. They believed it had some sort of damaging impact on you. Even if you read some more recent commentators, they talk of people having been affected by, for example, sleeping out under the light of a full moon. Talk of being moonstruck. And we don't know whether that's just superstition or there's something in it, but the point is that the Lord will shade you. He will keep you day and night. He will be as a guard, as it were, on sentry duty throughout your life. So whilst there are things outside of us that exist to threaten us, to undermine us, the Lord will guard your heart and mind. So they don't get inside of us, inside of us to affect us somehow. It's not whether you're Taurus or Virgo. It's not your horoscope that depends how you live this new year. But knowing God keeping you this year is what matters knowing the Lord as your helper and your keeper by day and through night, through all of life's events, through all the influence that exists that could harm you. Verse 7, the Lord will keep you. He will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. Does that mean none of us will die this year? Does the Lord will keep our lives? No, some of us may die this new year. For sure we might. Believers may well be called home this year to the better place. The psalmist is wanting to give us a sense of encouragement and confidence this morning. And until that day, until that moment ordained by God, when he does call us home, then nothing, no one can take your life. Nothing can do that. For your life is kept by the Lord. So if you know Christ as your Savior, then remember that death has been taken care of. So don't begin this new year as the world will begin this new year, worrying about death, worrying about how I'm going to keep myself alive this year. 
Stop worrying about the possibility of dying this new year and get on with living this new year. Get on with living out the life that God has called you to. Obviously, live wisely. Don't run in front of buses and things like that because the Lord will keep my life. Be wise. Read Proverbs. You know, live wisely. Go on a diet. Do all of those helpful things. But know this, the Lord will keep your life. And until that moment where he says, okay, come home, nothing, no one can overrule him and say, no, they're mine. No one can. What is the basis of our help then in 2023? Knowing the Lord as our helper, as our keeper, and finally, as we close, knowing the Lord as our Savior. Do you see there how the psalm finishes? The very last verse of Psalm 121. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in. He will keep your life. The Lord will, uh, from this time forth and forevermore. And again, we, we have that sense of everyday life, of someone getting up at the beginning of the day and going out and then coming in again at the end of the day. And again, the psalmist gives us that sense of 24-7 security. When we know the Lord, when we live under the presence of the Lord. But in those words he uses, there's also a sense of eternal security, isn't there? From this time forth and forevermore. The promise-making, promise-keeping, this great Creator Lord will keep His people through this life and onwards into eternal life. Those, those are words that there's a sense in that which, which brings us to our Lord Jesus Christ, to, to the great shepherd, the good shepherd, and the promises that he made to his people, how he keeps his flock. He keeps all of Israel, verse 4. All his people are kept, and yet he also knows each one of us by name. He knows everything about us. And those who by faith in him are his he promises he will never lose them. Christ suffered and died for his people. He bore their guilt. He bore their sin. Christ suffered the death that their sin deserves. And so, if he did that much for them, how could he then lose any for whom he bled and died? John 10, 27 tells us, my sheep hear my voice and, and I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. And friends, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. As he was then, as he said, so then, so he says, and so he is today, this morning even, for us who believe on him. So can you see the security we have for this new year? That through this life and on into eternal life, if Christ as your Savior, if you know God as your Lord, why panic? Why worry? Why get all fret? The Lord is our helper, our keeper, our Savior. Apparently today, today, the 1st of January, is the 250th anniversary of Amazing Grace. John Newton wrote it for the New Year's Day service 250 years ago, a hymn written in a sense about his own pilgrimage, his own journey of faith, from someone who was a wretched slave trader to someone who experienced the grace of God. God's saving grace that led him to repentance and faith in Jesus Christ. He writes, amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now am found, was blind, but now 
I see. As we close this morning, the third verse, I think, is particularly relevant as we begin this new year. Through many dangers, toils, and snares, I have already come. His grace has brought me safe this far, and grace will lead me home. May each one of us experience that same saving, helping, keeping grace of the Lord our God from this time forth and forevermore. Amen. Let's pray together. Father, we again thank you for your immutability, how you do not change. We are always changing, but you remain the same forever. And so at the beginning of this new year, as we continue to change, we, we take fresh confidence in you, the Lord, our God. Thank you, Lord, that you indeed help us and keep us and save us. Lord, may each one of us know you as that, as our helper, as the one who will keep us, the one who does save us. Please, Lord, bless each one of us today, and may our faith be awakened. May our faith be renewed again in you, the living God. We pray for this, Lord, in the name of Christ who saves us. Amen. Well, let's close singing a version of that psalm, Psalm 121. Unto the hills around me I lift up my longing eyes. From where for me shall my salvation come, my help arise?
our God, we thank you for the many great promises that you have made to us in your word. We thank you, Lord, that you are faithful to every one of them. And thank you that Jesus Christ is the great guarantor of all of them. So, Lord, please, for Christ's sake, help and keep and save all your people from this time forth and forevermore. 